Hey everyone, how's it going? And welcome back to Citywide Blackout, your home for music, movies, and more. I'm your host, Max Bowen. We all have a dream for our lives, but getting there takes work. In this episode, entrepreneur Kedron Bowen details how he started his journey from the trunk of his car at 23 years old to being the founder and president of Fanatics 101. We talk about that journey and its different twists and turns, and what led him to chronicle this in his book, The Dream is Free, The Journey to Success is Sold Separately. Kedron and I talk about his leadership style, how he helps his employees overcome their challenges, and keeping a growth mindset. He looks at his definition of success and how his own codes and morals influence his choices. And joining me now, he's got a pretty cool story, folks. He started out selling clothes out of the trunk of his car, and now he, he owns uh, two stores, and he's now a published author. Uh, Kedron Bowen joins me to talk about his uh, new book, The Dream is Free, The Secret to Success is Sold Separately. Kedron, welcome to the show, man. This is so cool to have you here. Man, thanks so, so much for having me, man. I really appreciate it, man. Of course, of course. Now, let's start with the title, because the title to me, I think that there's a story behind it. You know, the dream and the uh, success being two different things. How does that one apply to you, though? I mean, I think everybody has dreams, dreams of, of free, but I think some people just daydream. Uh, for me, I'm like, hey, man, the dream is free, but the journey is what you, you really enjoy. I'm like, it's great to win a championship, but a journey along the way is really what keeps you kind of going. And while I was thinking of different things to kind of name the book, I was like, the dream is free. Okay, then I want to make sure I'm like, I'm Googling things like, man, did anybody got anything similar to this? And I changed it up just a little bit, but that was one of my things I always say, like, is, you know, the dream is free, win the day, because I think it is. I think everybody has dreams, and I think everybody has greatness inside of them, but sometimes people just need a little bit just to pull out of them. Exactly, exactly. So uh, tell me about your dreams growing up, you know, like, what, uh, what did you aspire to be? When I grew up, I, I wanted to be either, you know, uh, an athlete in movies or own a business. That was kind of like the three things that I, I wanted to do. Um, so I, I, you know, I chose that to be an athlete. And when I, I told my Achilles tendon um, when I was in college and yeah, it was, it was painful. I, I tore it again, my other leg um, as an adult. So I, I didn't tour both of them. I'm one of those rare cases that it can happen to, to both of them. And I just thought that, you know, once my college career was kind of over with football, I just really started focusing um, very heavy in my books and business and just fell in love with it and just start doing it and couldn't get an opportunity to, um, after I graduated, couldn't get an opportunity where to go get a, you know, what quote unquote real job. I couldn't get experience. So I decided to start selling clothes out of a truck in my car with $300. And I was like, hey, I'm gonna just do it for like six months, get some, I guess, some experience to put on my resume. And I just fell in love with what I was doing, man, and just helping people out. And I'm like, man, I like being my own boss too. So kind of dig this so 19 years later almost 20 years later still doing it wow wow so how did you go from um selling clothes out of the out of the uh, trunk of your car to now running two um two different stores i mean i just kept pushing when i got it i mean i, I when i started you know my goal was again just to get enough experience so i can you know move get a you know get a job i had a sports management degree uh, from tuscan university so i was trying to just get into like some sports field to try to get a job or even coaching, um, whatever the case may be. Didn't happen for me, but when I got sort of selling clothes, I'm like, I sort of sell a little bit here, a little bit there. And I'm like, man, I kind of dig this right here. I mean, so I started selling urban clothes in East Tennessee, which is different. It's 
only like 8% minorities. So it's kind of weird. I'm selling urban clothes in this market. But I'm like, if you believe in it, you know I mean, people buy off people that believe what they're selling. So I believe in it. And lo and behold, they still believe in it. And it just, it worked out for them. Yeah, yeah. And now, and now you're being, now you're the um, the founder and president of uh, of uh, Fanatics uh, 101. Tell me about that. Um, it's it's we we've been around for a while. Um, like I said, 19 years. Um, doing doing it when it first started it was like KD everywhere, and we changed it to just sports. Because the great thing I, I did urban for a while, but I really love sports. I'm a sports fan, play sport, always want to be sports. And I changed the sport because I mean, no matter who you like. You mean you, you can always relate with sports. You mean we relate because we don't like certain teams. Um, so it's a little bit you can sell a little bit more sports stuff than you can urban clothes because pretty much everybody like you know um, like sports. So I've been doing it. We sell hats, jerseys, um, t-shirts. We got all the big brands. We have Nike. We have um, New Era. Um, we have a lot of big companies sell sell a lot of memorabilia, um, different things like that that we that we sell in our store. Two locations: one in Asheville, North Carolina. When in Johnson City, um, Tennessee, as well. You get to be the founder of your own company. You're your own boss. You get two stores. What's that lifestyle like? <laughs> oh, people usually ask me. They were like, um, "Do you own the store?" And I'm like, it, "It depends. It depends on how much people need for me to do." Some days I own the store when I don't have to be there and everything is running really good. I own the store. When when I have to be there and you know I'm putting out fires, it on me at that point. But this is what I. This is what I signed up for. You have to be different. I tell people business is not for everybody. You got to be built different. You got to be a little crazy, you know, got to be a risk taker, um, but it, it's a great reward. I mean, this is good. It's good stuff you have. And I know it's something that I can't find myself. So every day I know I have to go work in. I got a model, just win the day. Every day I got to go in and be the best that I can be every single day so that I can provide, you know, for my family and just leave a, try to leave a legacy and, and make it good for our community that we live in. That, man, hey, we got to, I'm providing something good. You don't have to go to, LA, New York, Boston, Miami to find good sports stuff. You can come right here into our local store and still find some good products. You talk about um, a, um, a legacy, but what do you hope your legacy is? I'm just, just, I believe I was a good person that I pushed people to be to be great and that hopefully people just follow my lead and just work hard. I mean, I didn't always have it easy, but I never really found excuses. I just want to find a way. I'm like, man, well, it's a wheel, so it's a way. Everybody gonna go through stuff, and you know, everybody we just struggling with. I mean, everybody got some battle that they fighting that they don't tell people about. Um, you just gotta struggle with. I mean, some people tell all this stuff. I mean, some people don't. They keep it all secret. But I mean, I just try to tell people about the good days and the bad. You know, we all have them. Um, but I try to be a po- positive as much as I possibly can to try to inspire people just to just to be great. All right. So let's dive into the book. This one, again, uh, recently out, folks, uh, you can get it in print, ebook, audiobook coming uh, pretty soon. What made you say, okay, I'm going to just share my, uh, share my like, life story with the, with the entire world? <laughs> I always wanted to write a book. I talked about it for a very, I mean, a very long time about like, hey, man, one day I'm going to write a book. And, you know, went to, you know when, when COVID hit, it changed a lot of different stuff. For me, I, you know, I changed from, I was in, in one of my stores in Nashville, I changed from one mall to another mall. So I started making all these different decisions, man. You know, you got more time to like think about stuff. I, I went through a divorce during COVID um, as well. And I, I started writing a book then and I stopped. And one of my friends was like, man, I thought you said you wasn't writing a book. And I'm like, you know what? I did. He's like, so why you ain't doing it? And I'm one of the people that, you know what I mean? I'll, I'll, I'll walk it like I talk it. So if I tell you I'm going to do something, it's a good chance I'm, 
I'm probably going to do it. Or at least I'm going to give all the effort I can to try to do it and try to make it work. And I sort of talk about it and lo and behold, I still get a little bit of time and I made a book cover and, and set a date, put a website out there and I put money into it. I put my time into it and I'm like, I got to do this. I'm not going to have this egg on my face if I don't do it. So I did everything in my power to get it done in that time frame. And the great thing about it is I, I love the, the fact that people are reading it and enjoying it and, and they pushing themselves to like start their own business and doing different things like that. So that's a big, you know, that, that's, that's, that's awesome for me. Mm-hmm. What would you say is the overall goal of the book? What should people be like taking away uh, after reading it? Um, the, goal, the goal of the book just is right, just to look at your life and say, what, what can I do to, to get better? And, and, and I, I put the good, the bad, and the ugly in the book. I put some of my, my success. I put some of my failures in there. Because in life, you're going to have failures as well. But it's not a failure if you learn uh, from your mistakes. And I also talk about like pra- practical business stuff in there like, hey, man, start, start investing early networking, marketing, just overcoming, just different things, you know, integrity, just leadership, I mean, and just the mindset, because a lot of times it come down to the mindset that you choose, choose to have. You can choose to, to be a victim or you can choose to be victorious. Mm-hmm. Now, I think that, uh, the thing about, uh, about a book like this is you're sharing everything, you know, your highs, your lows, success, and the failures. Was it tough to kind of put so much of yourself out there, especially, especially um, uh, the low points? It is, but you got to be real. I mean, I think people learn from people from being real. I mean, too many times we live in a world that a lot of people, I mean, they, they want to be real fake. They only tell just that it's, it's kind of like the Facebook society. You only On Facebook, you only going to put the highlights of your life. You know, when I play football, I'm not going to put when I missed a tackle, dropped a pick, got ran over. I'm going to put every single time I made a tackle for a loss, I cite the quarterback, I scored a touchdown. And it's kind of like that people live, but you can't really learn from people when they're only telling you about the good stuff that they have. You also can learn like, man, business ain't easy. you know it's not easy for everybody being a parent ain't easy you know just being a person life can get hard there's some things that happen to us it's not necessarily fair but what are you going to do i choose to treat them like speed bumps and run over nice no, i like that man i like that was that always your like way of looking at things like you know those, uh, the speed bumps you just kind of run them down for the most part yeah i mean it, it ain't all I, i'm not big on making excuses so i'm big on making a way and a lot of stuff, time I, I lean on my faith you know, so I had a, a near-death experience when I was almost nine years old um, and, and, and almost, you know, drowned and I was I was saved. And, and my grandma always told me, like, God saved you that day for a reason. You know, so I look at it as like, man, I'm living on borrowed time. So, you know, I was nine years old um, when that event happened to me. And I always, my, they just poured so much love into me that it made me believe I can do pretty much anything I want to. So I was crazy enough to believe it because uh, my mom and my, my grandma really poured, poured that into me just to, you know, God put you here for a reason. You know, you can do whatever, you know, whatever you put your mind to. Just have faith, treat people right, and just work hard. Would you say faith is a pretty much uh, driving force of your life? Absolutely. You know what I mean? It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a huge thing for me. I don't, you know I mean? People are like, well, man, you believe in Jesus. I'm like, I don't have, I don't think if you say you don't have to go out and tell people what you believe in. I think you do it in your action. You know what I mean? And I like all people. I don't care what you like, what you vote, what's your sexual preference. I don't really care. If you're a good person, you're a good person. So I just try to choose um, to go through life um, that way. But at the end of the day, my faith is, you know, is a big part. I feel of my success. I work hard, um, but I trust God for everything else. Do you think like faith can have a role in business? Absolutely. I mean, where you, if you're getting in business, you better have a whole lot of faith. You know what I mean? Because it's, <laughs> it's, it's not easy. It's, it's not a thing that's easy. I mean, sometimes, I mean, I, I feel like 
money is a thing. When you get your money, it should take you out to kidnap more money. You know, some people put their money in business and it's going to get slaughtered. You know what I mean? Well, you can save your money and not do anything can be as good. Um, but yeah, it, 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 it takes faith in whatever you believe in. Um, I believe in Jesus Christ, but whatever they believe in, I think it's going to take some kind of faith unless they just inherit and, and just get really, really lucky. And some people do get lucky. And there's nothing wrong with it. I ain't mad at you. All right. All right. So what are some of the areas uh, which your book covers? One of the biggest points to take from this, man, you can do you can do anything that you put your mind to. If you got the right mindset and the right mentality and just learn from your lessons. I mean, I, at the end of every year, um, every holiday season, I do a little list, the good, the bad, the ugly. What can I do better? Um, every day I'm trying to get better. What can I do to get better? Win the day, you know, and if I make a mistake, you know, just own it. Just apologize, own it, own up to it. You're not weak because you're apologizing. It just made you strong and smarter. And sometimes you can be right and other person can be wrong, but it, it's, you know, it's, it's not always about proving a point and being right. Sometimes it's like, I'm gonna say this relationship, I'm gonna swallow my pride, I'm gonna take this one for the team and we'll go from there. And eventually that person will come back and realize like, you know, I was wrong in that particular situation, but you got to handle it in the right way. Then, then, and I talk a lot, a lot about leadership as well. It's trying to be a good leader. Um, and a lot of time being a good leader is about listening um, to, to other people and just making them believe. So when I play sports, it's all about, we only good as our weakest link. So I want the weakest guy on our team to be strong, to believe that, man, you can go do whatever you want to do, man. Cause one day we might need you. So I need that guy to be really strong. Cause one day, man, this guy get hurt and he go down. If this guy is beat up and weak, he's in the corner, he's scared. Man, I want my guy to be like, man, I'm waiting for my opportunity. Where do I get my opportunity? How do you approach being a business leader? You're responsible for all your employees. You know, they're working every day for you. How do you approach leading them? Um, I try to, first off, I try to lead by example. So I don't ask them to do something that I'm not doing myself. Now, I've been doing it a long time, so it is a little bit different. It is a job if your boss asks you to do something, you should do it. But throughout this journey, I mean, I had to do a little bit of everything in the process. But I go to work to be like the hardest working there. I always tell people in business, you need to get 100% because the people behind you at every level is dropping off 25%. So your manager, the max they can give you is probably like 75. The person underneath him, the max they can give you is 50. So if you come in at 75, you already got this person at 50%. Your business is all forming to grow in that particular mindset. So when I go in, I want to automatically rise the level that everybody is 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 carrying it because we set the standard. I'm doing it too. I'm going to run around. I'm going to fly around and try to make plays, and I need for you to run around and fly around and make plays, too. How do you deal with employees when they're just not doing a great job? <laughs> uh, that one is definitely uh, tough in this market because it's hard to really find people that want to work, and they're a little different, you know what I mean, right now, because people can quit at a drop of a dime. You, you say mm. something the wrong way because they can – and I always try to tell people, listen to the intent behind what somebody's saying. And if you don't know what they're saying, ask them again. And next, what you're saying this right here, just to clarify. Now, if they double down and say it, then you, you know your answer. But sometimes we misinterpret what people are saying, and we like, it's kind of like when you send a text. I mean, words play can change a lot of different things, depending on our determination. So I just try to, you know, try to set the example for them, sit them down, hey, man, what can, what can we do better? And I try to let them take ownership. Hey, what's a better way that we could probably do this? And I don't give them an answer. It's like, okay, how would you do this? Because sometimes they can come up with something brilliant because they're looking at stuff from a different perspective. So I think everybody has value. So I try to make them feel like they are an important, um, important piece of the team. Yes, I own the company, but you are very important um, to what we do here. We always that way. Um, I, 
at the same campus for most teams. Yeah, I mean, I just I like winning. So first and foremost, when you're around me, I like when I don't. I'm not a big fan of you know losers or lazy people. Um, so they probably wouldn't like me a whole lot if you like losing. So we have to change that mindset of like we're gonna win. Obviously, you're not gonna win every day. Sometimes you just got to win. You know, you got to win the hour. Sometimes you just got to win a minute. And sometimes it's really bad. You got to win a second. But whatever you do, you have to find a way to win and to get better and challenge yourself on how you can get better. All right. How do you uh, challenge yourself? Oh, for me, I mean, I try to just go to business developing things. I mean, I just got certified with the John Maxwell Leadership Training. I try to surround myself with people that's better than me. So I, I, I mean, I, I got a mentor. Um, I got a business coach. And, I, and people be like, why do you have a business coach? Why do you have this? Because I want to be better. You know I mean, I'm going to keep getting better to, to, uh, to I take my last breath. I want to be the best that I possibly can be. So I try to surround myself with that and try to encourage other people that, I mean, you get to the point where you know everything, that's when you become, that's when it's, you're in a dangerous spot. So you know, when I was married, I'd go to counseling, not because it's you struggling, but what can I do to get better? How can I become a better parent? How can I become a better person, a better man, whatever the case may be? I think that that is very, very key advice because there are a lot of folks out there who think they have all the answers. They think, oh, I've been doing this job for like, you know, 20 years, 30 years. I got it all. But yeah, life always has new things to uh, to uh, teach you. And so my question to you is, what are some of the more recent lessons you've learned with regards to like running a business and being a leader? <laughs> running a business in these times is definitely is different. So you got the supply chain that's kind of out of whack still a little bit. I mean, you're dealing with, you know I mean, people on high, you know I mean, dealing with, you know, even with customers. So for me, I got a similar name as another company. So people might come in and like, hey, I ordered this offline and I want to bring it here, but they're mad at someone else. But I'm like, I can't really help you in that situation. But I still try to make it a positive light. Um, but it's, it's a lot of challenges that you have to go with. I just try to learn each day, man, and just try to go with it with how would I want somebody to treat me in this situation. So right. I try to self-evaluate as much as I possibly can. And that's been helping me out so far. So I'm going to keep doing it. Okay. Um, I want to talk a little more about the book. So, you know, I know that, you know, first draft and final draft are usually two very, very different things. Was that the case for you? Like, did your first draft resemble the final project anyway? Uh, yeah and no. When we first went in, and I'm like, you going, like, I'm big on keeping it real. But you, you know what I mean? So I, I'm big on like, hey, man, it's it's going to be real. And I always like, if, if it's a lie, dispute it. If it's not, you can't get mad at me with factual information. Um, but it did change up a little bit. So some of the chapters that was was named, we had to change them up a little bit because it was kind of going this direction. Then I'm like, okay, I've told a lot of stories. Now what can I do to give some, something to motivate people, some practical tips. You know I mean? So I started talking about like investments and just different things and how if you invest early, you know, it's going to help you out. It's kind of like an older me talking to a younger me. So this is what I wish I knew when I was 19. You know what I mean? And you go from there. So I always tell people like, well, other people, when I first started my business, I went around to all these different people and just asked them like, hey man, I had like 10 questions that I would just ask. Them. I don't remember the question, but I used to go there and just ask different questions like, hey, I'm thinking about starting a business. What advice can you give me? And if you ask people for help, a lot of times people will get the information. Everybody's not jealous of you. You just didn't ask them for the information. It's not that people don't necessarily like you. You just gotta, you know, just ask them. Worst case scenario, they're gonna tell you. They tell you no. Eventually, you're gonna get a yes, and that might be that yes that you've been needing the whole time. Mm -hmm. What would you say was the yes that kind of like changed your life? 
Um, the, the, the biggest one is, man, just go back to faith. You know I mean, just asking the Lord to, to come into your life. You know I mean, it's probably one of the biggest ones, and it's free. You know, something you can do every single day, and, and, and it's something free. And I think if just treating people right and having the right attitude, even when sometimes I feel things that happened to me wasn't necessarily fair, but I didn't find an excuse. I'm like, I'm going to keep pushing. So I'm like, well, I don't think you'll be able to do this right here. I'm selling clothes out of the truck in my car. I graduated. I mean, people used to laugh and like, man, you graduated. You selling clothes out of the truck in your car. Man, must, must be nice. I'm like, well, well, one day. So I'm big on one day. I always like, man, one day when I grew up, I'm going to have this. One day when I grew up. And it's not always about things. It's about I want to be the best me. You know what I mean? People like, like, don't get mad at me because I got goals and got vision. You know what I mean? If anything, that should inspire you to get better. You know what I mean? Don't, don't get mad at me. It's not a thing. You should, if I don't know something, I'm like, I get it on my friends and I see them with like nice stuff. Man, you got a nice lake house, man, nice boat. Man, one day I'm going to have one of these, man. I like this. Man, how can I go take you lunch, man? I really like how your business is going. You know, what can I do, you know, to, and people love that because most time people just mad and they're jealous of them. So it's good when people get to like, man, yes, you're taking my lunch. Don't worry about it. They probably won't even let you pay for them, but it's a good thing that you can you can do. So I think a lot of times it's just about being humble and you can learn from everybody, from little kids, the homeless man, you know, the person that's been there forever, the person been in business forever, the person just started. You can learn from a lot of different people as long as you take a, a humble approach at it. Now, does this book, do, um, would you say it's more for folks who are kind of uh, starting out or can it apply to someone who is already like living a dream, who is you know, already like on that path? I think it can be for both. I try to write it in both in a way that it can help both parties. If you definitely, if you're about to start up a business or you, you're younger or, or you're about to restart your life, I think it's definitely a book that can really help you. And a lot of time it's just about thinking, like getting you think a little bit different. You know I mean, I write, I got pages in there talk about your journey. So you can write blank pages of, man, I like this right here. What can I do? It's not about me. It's what about you? What can you do? How can you aspire and make a difference in your community, um, in your world, to your family, to your, you know, to, to the people that's around you? Now you talk um, a lot about like I think kind of two ends of the business world. You know, part, uh, part of it is uh, is achieving like the big thing, like oh, you got the nice house, you got the boat, but you also talk a lot about being involved with uh, 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 with the uh, community. Which would you say is more important for you? For me, it's about, the, I think, you know, I mean, when you we put on earth, it's about the impact. How many people can you impact mm -hmm. in a positive way? So if you go and you live in this massive house with all this stuff and you impact nobody, what really is the point? If you can go out and you can inspire as many people as you can, that's what God put us on earth for, to impact as many people as we can. So for me, I just want to, you know, I mean, to do my best to impact as many people I can in my community, in my region, and hopefully one day nationally. Nice, nice. So what does success look like to you? Just being happy and having peace. And are you there yet? Yes. It's a, <laughs> it's a work in peace. I'm, I got a lot of peace, man. I'm very happy. So and, and it's because I'm grateful for everything I have because it's, it's about running your race. Too many times people run other people's races for them. So when I'm running somebody else's races next, all I'm doing is looking at you and what you have. I'm never going to be happy because I'm trying to live next life. I'm trying to live my life. I'm trying to be the best Kedrick born that I possibly can be. And every day I'm going to strive to be the best that I can be. And that means I have my own peace, my own happiness, my own joy. And what somebody else thinks of me, that's not my problem. That's your problem. You like me? Great. You don't like me? Great. I like you. That's most important. I like you.
that's very very key because i feel like some people who succeed the things that they do to get there i look back like man that wasn't really okay i didn't you know i cheated people or i was all focused on myself and my wealth and all that jazz so when it comes to liking yourself does that really influence the choices you make as an owner and a boss i think it does but when you have that approach it'll rub off on other people i like people and i like seeing other people succeed I want everybody around me to be great. So I want to push them to be the best they can be. And I want I mean, I have plenty of people come in. I just tell them, man, when you come here, hopefully you'll work for me for two years. And hopefully you're going to be a very successful man, a woman, get a great job somewhere. Give me, be a great father, be a great mother, whatever the case may be. And hopefully you look back in your time to work with me that, man, he really, you know, man, he really inspired me to, to, to get well. And sometimes it's just the little things that you do. I'm like, yes, I'm human. So yeah, sometimes I'm going to get frustrated. But man, when somebody come in, I'm like, that's already over. I can't do it. I can't unshare my legs. I can't do nothing about the past, but I can do a whole lot about the future. I like that. So what uh, So what is next for you? Of course, you got your stores, the book's out now. What's next for you in this year? Um, in this year, man, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to try and I'm working very hard on getting more speaking engagements, just getting good. You know, I'm, I'm doing business coaching now. Uh, I'm doing consulting uh, for, for business um, and just getting good at it. So I, I, I try to line up as many, you know, speaking gigs as I can to one day will be good. And I tell people, man, support me, support me now. Don't, don't wait to support me when I make it, you know, support me when I'm small, you know, but one day, you know, like one day I, I will make it. I don't know if I will, but I'm going to definitely give everything I have in me um, to, to, to make it. And it's not, it's just pushing myself to be the best I can be. It ain't necessarily, I mean, success is different for each person, but for me, I just want to be the, the best I can be and just try to impact as many people as I can. How does it feel to have this like book done? You know, especially where this is your life basically in its pages. It feels really, really good, man. It was one of those things <laughs> that you like, you're doing because you talked about it for so many years. I mean, I talked about it for years that I'm gonna write a book and it was just a lot of talk. And I'm like, I started getting serious and I started getting, I'm reading, I'm like, dude, this is actually pretty good. It's kind of weird because you sit back there and you read it. <laughs> I'm like, dude, and I just really like, oh, okay. <laughs> I felt a little bit like a rapper or something. I'm like, man, I am really dropping some lyrics right here. But it was a fun process. You know I mean, it's challenging because you like digging deep and reliving, you know, some of his good times in your life, some of, some of his bad times in your life. But I really try to pour my heart out into the book to try to, you know, hopefully the reader can can feel it and have a good takeaway from it. That like, man, it, it, man, I, I've been there too, man. I didn't know you had this situation right here, man. I, I worked in the factory too. I didn't go to college after that too, man. I, I was in resource classes too. Whatever the case may be that, you know, I know how bad it is. As long as you don't give up on yourself, you're okay. I feel like your book has a better like application to more like everyday person kind of has those dreams and starting small and has like, uh, and has other uh, big goals. I, I, that's, that's my goal is the hope. I mean, I was in the, in the bowling alley the other day and the lady's like, hey, I read your book on the beach. I was out there reading it. And me and my husband, we decided to, to get us a food truck and start a business. All because we read your book and started thinking about it. And I'm like, man, this is what it's all about. It's just, man, believe. Sometimes people just need people to believe in them because they, they struggle. Maybe it's the parents. Maybe it was a coach. Somebody broke their spirit along the way and said, you couldn't do it. But I'm the guy that's coming in and saying, man, you can do it. Why not? Why not you? I go and be like, why not me? Why, why, can't you be, why can't you be great? That's a great question. I like that. All right. Well, Kedron, thank you so much for talking to me, man. I really appreciate this. And for the folks at home, definitely pick up your copy. The Dream is Free, 
The Secret to Success is sold separately. I love that cover, by the way. That's a great Thank cover you, photo. Thank you. Very cool. And then uh, you get it uh, That On point. I like that. I like that. Follow his socials. Like his stuff. Comment. Leave a review. Leave a star. Leave whatever you want. But leave something because, of course, the engagement is so, so helpful. And definitely, folks, check out Fanatics 101, Asheville, North Carolina, Johnson City, Tennessee. Drop by, check it out, and say hello. And Kedrin, I'm sure we'll be talking very, very soon. Yes, sir. Thank you so much, Mr. Bowen. Picture this. You finished your first book and nailed it. The plot, the characters, all the twists and turns. This one's a winner, and all you need is the right cover. If you've got my art skills, this is the part where panic usually sets in. Enter the cover villain. Hero to writers everywhere. Founded by noted author Remy Flagg, Cover Villain focuses on composite image covers for science fiction and fantasy writers. Give them the details, and they'll craft a cover using popular trends that everyone will want to see. But wait, you say, I've got ideas of my own. No problem, as Cover Villain loves a good collaboration. As they say, our goal is to put a little villain in every cover we make. Want to know more? Then head to CoverVillain.com and follow them on Facebook and Instagram. And that brings this episode to a close. Big thanks to Kedron for joining me. And whether you're starting your journey or already on the way, there's something to learn in this book. You can follow the show on Facebook under Citywide Blackout and Twitter and Instagram under Citywide Max. Get at me at citywidemax at yahoo.com and check the show out wherever you find podcasts, as well as every Saturday at 10 p.m. on Boston Free Radio. That's all for now, and I'll see you next time.